Hey guys, before we start the show, I want to remind you about our WGT Challenge. Really fun thing we're doing right now. And last week's was a highly contested competition. Uh, and this week is all about Wolf Creek Hole Number 1. So go to freewgt.com, download the app, then go into the closest of the hole challenge, play Wolf Creek, go to hole number one, hit it as close as you can, take a screenshot and send it over to us. Whoever gets closest is going to win a prize. And if you, you know, maybe you're 60 feet away from the hole, that's okay. Because if you keep playing, you're going to have a chance to win the grand prize, which is tickets to a game or a jersey of your choice. Pretty awesome. Let's jump into the show. Broncos country is Sitting in the south stands Drinking the curves from mile high The best part of the weekend Hugging the perfect stranger As they become a friend Having a good time when the orange and blue W.I.N. Broncos podcast, Ryan Konigsberg, alongside Henry Chisholm. That's me. That is you. Uh, Zach is still out today. Uh, we're still giving all of our thoughts and prayers and positive vibes and whatever you can do to bring some positivity into the air for Zach's girlfriend and her mom and uh, and their family, of course. Uh, she had a heart transplant surgery yesterday, um, so we're really, we're really trying to send some positivity that way. Uh, but Henry... Despite the circumstances, I'm happy to have you here with me on the podcast today. Uh, this is the first time you have been on the podcast, as far as I know, since we officially announced that you were taking over BSN Buffs. It is. I feel like I'm home again. Like after going out and like building my own thing and figuring out how to do a podcast of my own, this is the natural podcast fit, you so, know? So it's like you went to college for like first semester and now you're coming back for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And now I like know what I'm doing too. You know, like there's like a, a confidence that comes with coming back from college. Like you're the cool guy back in town, like good enough to get out. You're the, yeah, are you the cool guy? You're the cool guy here? Uh, I kind of was just talking now that I think of it. No, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. Um, First of all, you guys got to realize Henry, like he kind of cut his teeth on this podcast. Then we just threw him out into the wild and we're like, go do a podcast on your own with no co-host. And you've done an incredible job with that. So props to you. Oh, thank you. I didn't realize how hard it was going to be. Because here, like you just say whatever you say and then throw me a question. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. I can chime in. But no, I mean, I don't. It's tough for me. Like I did it yesterday doing a solo podcast. It is hard. Like you really got to think everything through. It's not it's not as. Obviously, it's not as conversational because it's not a conversation. You're just yeah. talking to yourself, though. Yeah. So you have to be so energetic too, right? Like, and otherwise, it just gets so dull and slow. Like, you really do have to focus on speaking loudly and positive. You know, like having all these vibes. Yeah, when I uh, like when I don't have anything to say anymore, I just like make eye contact with Zach. And yeah, he just yeah. starts talking. Like you don't have that uh, at all. You don't have that luxury. Yeah, but you've done a great job with it. So uh, good, good job on that. Real quick, how's it been? W- what's it been like? Uh, you know, being up there on the CU beat and, and doing that whole thing. It's been awesome. You know, when I'm on the Broncos podcast, I I know a lot about the Broncos. I watch the Broncos. I read about the Broncos. All that sort of stuff. But I'm never actually on the ground at Broncos headquarters. Like, I'm not an insider in any way. I just have takes. 
with the buffs though it's different right a lot of media (laughs) yeah yeah exactly but with the buffs it's different where i get to actually talk to people and know things and know things that i can't say and just kind of like hint at them like let that influence the coverage so that it sounds like i'm right when those things come through you know oh yeah it's it's much more informed and that that part of it's really nice awesome well you are what less than 48 or about 48 hours away from your first first game it's got to be exciting it's really exciting and I'm going to get a quick warm-up 24 hours, well, a little more than 24 hours from now, when I head out to Mile High and check out the field in this third preseason game. You, uh, you Fourth should... Fourth pre- Final preseason. Fifth preseason game. Oh, my goodness. Why? It should be a sentence that should never be said. Never. Fifth preseason game, that should be illegal. Like, maybe in hockey. Maybe in Not hockey. even. Not even hockey? I don't even think hockey does that many. I don't know. I think they do, like, four quick tune-ups. <sighs> I don't know, though. That sounds um, nice. Uh, you deserve a medal, and any of you who are deciding to go to this game, like not as like a, a hostage situation or anything like that. <laughs> you like you are opting <laughs> to go to the game. I, anyone like that, um, I I commend you. Yeah, I haven't started to figure out who I'm going to the game with, like because my family's has the season tickets and nobody wanted to go. So I got the text from my dad like, "Hey, you want to go to the game on Thursday?" And I was like, eh, "Sure." So now I have to find a person or people to come with me. And that might be more difficult. I figured like day of, sure, somebody, you know, but we'll see. They say that like uh, movies are a bad first date. I feel like this is because like you don't get to talk because like you're stuck on the movie. I feel like this is the opposite of it. No, yeah. It's so boring that you're forced to talk and learn and learn a little bit about each other. You should, you should bring a date. I should be on Tinder right now. Yeah. uh, You should make your Tinder profile, uh, your bio has one ticket has three tickets. Oh. Bring yourself and two of your cutest friends. It'll be a blast. It'll be like The Bachelor. It'll be You'll just like choose a, one at the ah, end. This is this is like my dream. You'll eliminate one every quarter. And and like this is like the dream date too. I mean, maybe not preseason game against the Cardinals. It's Cardinals. Yes, my okay. Cardinals. Your to be exact. Cardinals. Uh, will they really be your Cardinals tomorrow though? Uh no, cuz Kyler won't be on the field. Exactly. Like this is a bunch of nobodies in Cardinals uniforms. Yeah. Uh, but they will still have Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. That's the most exciting thing about this. He will be standing on the far sideline from Cliff me. Cliff Kingsbury's beautiful, beautiful self. Gonna have to we'll man the sidelines. Definitely going to have to bring the uh, prescription sunglasses so I can see him over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who saw any of the, the Instagram story the other night knows about your prescription uh, sunglasses. Sometimes they put the TVs in the bar too far away. Or you just stand too far away from them. <laughs> yeah, well, I do have glasses, but it's Ooh, not that, my you could it's go not full, my vibe. You could go full Hank with the glasses. Oh yeah, but see, the thing is, then you go outside and it's really bright, and so you need to bring the you sunglasses. You just gotta get those with. ones that change when you walk out. Transitions. I've I've heard about the transitions. Oh, There's people who would love to see me in transitions. I for sure want to see you in transitions. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if they found a way to make those cool yet. No, because I know no, when I was in third no. grade, they really hadn't. No, they. I. I don't even know if he actually has them, but I think of the kid on uh, Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, remember? Yeah, didn't yeah, he have yeah. those? Didn't. He was awesome, uh, but that's just what I like think of. Yeah, I. I think you should bring. You should try to make transitions happen. I think. I think that that might not be a bad idea. Because I mean, can transitions really look worse? Then walking around with your sunglasses and your glasses and just flipping back and forth between them? No. 
No. You should. They should. Co- you know how like baseball players, like when there's a pop fly, they like flip them up. They flip <laughs> yeah. up the guy. You should get something like that. They're like two different lenses, and you just flip some up. <laughs> oh, that'd be so cool. Maybe after I like find a date for tomorrow. Yeah, don't. Do Maybe that. not. Yeah, that yeah. might not help. The Maybe cost. not even just like bring any sort of glasses tomorrow and play it off like I can see what's going on. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, just make just come up with takes like pre-written takes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're like, man, this Kevin Hogan guy, he sucks. <laughs> that being that'd be so great. She's like, uh, he's nine for it's nine. Nine for nine, not gonna happen. Anyway, speaking of transitions, it's time that we transition into some football talk, probably. Yeah, maybe. And one guy who has been having a tough transition into the NFL is Jake Butt. Uh, it just has never come together for him health-wise, and it's such a freaking bummer because he's such a good guy. He cares so much about the game. He's a great teammate. Everyone in the locker room loves him. And I talked a lot about him yesterday, but the news came out today that he's having yet another surgery on his knee. It's just a scope, ortho- orthoscopic knee surgery. It's something that he's had done in the past, of course. He's had pretty much everything you can have done to your knees done to him in the past. Uh, and to me, this this really points towards what I brought up yesterday, which is the strategy of putting him on IR. Yep. Um, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see because you only get two – two even though there's you don't have to designate them anymore, you still only get to bring two players back from IR throughout the year. So it'll be interesting to see when the Broncos think he can be back, or or they might just throw him on IR tomorrow yep. and say, you know what, let's try again next season. Yeah, he's at a really disappointing place in his career. I think that it's an interesting time for this sort of stuff with everything that's happening with Andrew Luck, where we're kind of having this new awareness of what really does go on behind the scenes with these guys and the pain that they go through and how much they want it. And you tweeted out the clip from Matt McChesney's podcast where he was talking about how his career ended and got really emotional talking about, as you'd expect, like football was his life and it still is his life, but just not in the way that he wants it to be. And with all that going on, it puts the Jake butt thing in a different light where in the past, you know, it, it was easier to look at it as, you know, you feel for the guy, but it's a numbers game. You're going to have to move on. At some point, you just call it. With all this going on, I've been spending more time thinking about how tough this must be for him personally to go through. Oh, it, That's what breaks my heart because I've seen him talk about it and you know, behind closed doors and <clears throat> just heard the pain in his voice of a guy who – you know, the whole re- one of the main reasons he's in this position, which which makes it so sad, is because of how much he loves the game. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, if he wanted to make a business decision, then he wouldn't have played in his bowl game, and he would have never torn the ACL for the second time. He would have been a first-round draft pick, and, and maybe everything is different for him. But he, every time you ask him about it, he says, I love this game way too much to ever pass up on an opportunity to be out there with my brothers. And it's like when you put that into perspective – his love of the game is costing him the abil- ended up costing him the ability to play the game, which is just heartbreaking. Uh, and for someone to go through rehab, recovery, injury, rehab, recovery, injury, rehab, recovery, injury, it, it, it's it's extremely taxing, and it can mess with you uh, your mental health while you're in there. And, and I think that's you know what happened with Andrew Luck. The interesting thing about Jake is like I haven't even considered the thought of him retiring. No, uh, because he he constantly talks about how much he loves football. And so I don't think that's really in the cards right now. Um, and that, and it just makes it tough to see for a guy who just 
desperately loves this game to have it stripped from him for now. I mean, it'll be the better almost entirety of three years. Yeah. The the tough part at the, is that there's just really no payoff ever. For three years, you're working and you you have dates in mind. You know, like, oh, this spring I'm going to be able to play. I'm going to be able to see the field. You know, this this fall I'm going to actually play football games. And he never really got to hit those dates the way that he wanted to. It's it's just been dangling there in front of him for three years. It'd be one thing if he got hurt and was told it's going to take three years for you to get back on the field. But for this to go on the way that it has, where it's really nine-month stretches, where he's like, okay, this is this is the recovery time, and then it's time to go play football again. So taxing. And I, I, I really do feel for the guy because that's a terrible situation to be in. When you put on the GM hat, Henry, uh, if you keep him around, obviously uh, you're going to owe him $650,000 this year. Are you holding on and giving him another chance and then really next year will be his fourth year and you're hoping that it pays off finally then? Or are you saying – there's no chance this guy's ever going to be healthy. So I think part of it is that, so in the NFL, they the, the salary cap is your top 51 salaries, so two don't count. By keeping him around in su- instead of somebody else, you're paying 650 instead of 450. So it's really only that like $200,000 difference. And, you know, death by inches, all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, it's not really likely going to be the difference between signing a guy and not signing a guy next offseason so I say you might as well like he he isn't he isn't somebody who you want out of the locker room there are really no concerns there's no potential downsides it's just do you want to give him another shot next training camp to make this team and, and here's I the other you do I do too and that's basically the whole point I made yesterday and here's the other thing you can't cut guys who are injured, so you have to settle with them. And the settlement will probably be around, you know, a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars. So you really wouldn't end up saving anything. Yeah. Uh, it's it's sad for me to, and I don't, I could rant about this, and I don't, I don't think I will. But it's sad for me to see fans who are just like done. You know, they're yeah. like, just cut this guy already. I mean, go, if you go look at the like, oh, the I breaking looked, news yeah. of, of him uh, getting this this latest knee surgery, like go look at that. And there's tons of people in there being like just cut this guy and that bugs me because these are probably the same people calling andrew lux off for retiring probably and so it's just like this guy's trying to stick it out and he's trying to fight through all these injuries and, and it is not easy for him and you're cheering against him and you're saying like you know what he this this man cannot do anything for my team off with him yeah meanwhile you know a guy says i can't take it anymore and he he takes himself out of the picture himself and then everyone says, oh, he's soft. Yeah, well, and Andrew Luck didn't get, have this sort of stretch where he wasn't on the field at all for three years, but he was battling these sorts of injuries for for a long time. I mean, he, he was doing this consistently while he was in the NFL. He made it to the point where he was 29 before he decided he had enough. Can you imagine Jake Butt? I mean, his 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 experience has been a little bit worse, but... With Andrew Luck, even though it might not have been injuries that kept him off the field, remember last summer when the reports were he couldn't even hold a football? 
So he's been going through this for years, and he retired at 29. Jake Butt, sure, he, he hasn't been able to play at all. His injuries were a little bit worse. At least that's what the appearance from the outside. But could you imagine him continuing to go through this same process for four more years? No. And I and I pray and knock on wood that he doesn't have to. Yeah. Uh, because, again, you know, he's, he's a person who I want to see this all pay off for him. Like, I think everyone is cheering for that to happen. Uh, and, and, and sadly, it seems like it might take a whole other year. And just – even thinking about that is like mentally taxing for me to just think about. Yeah, seriously. I can't imagine what, what, what it's like for Jake. Maybe he does end up being one of the guys who comes back. For my money, I'm just saying whatever it is, make sure it's 1,000% before you put him back on the field. Definitely. Because this is his last chance. Like, If he goes out there and tries to rush it and gets sidelined again for the same stuff, probably no one is going to want to take a chance on him. No. And – to kind of put it in perspective for us, you know, could, could you imagine some situation where we're just forced to write user manuals or something for a year, like doing the grind part, the worst part of the job, transcribing quotes or something? You and just have to transcribe. Yeah, you're quotes just transcribing quotes for a year. And, you don't get to write year. Any articles. and then and then you realize like, okay, there's the day. That's where I get to like. Go out to practice, watch stuff, write about what I see, record a podcast, all this other fun stuff. You don't get to watch any of the games or go to any uh, of the games. No, it's it's just painful. And then and then when you hit that point, it happens again, and you just have this whole another year where you're doing the same thing again. I just can't even imagine what that would be like to go through. It's tough to think about. Um, what else is tough to think about is the preseason fantasy draft. <laughs> oh boy, because. It is so hard and so bad, and no one ever scores any points, and I've lost three out of the four weeks. And so I need you to suck on Zach's <laughs> behalf. So I, I think I will. At least come away with a 3-2 loss instead of a I, – I needed to win last week to make this a winner-take-all, but yeah. it's already over. Zach has won the best-of-five series. This is merely uh, a um, – what do you call it? A consolation. Playing for pride consolation i'm pl- i'm playing for pride you really there's no there's no real downside for you here you don't no. even have to face the music if i beat you <laughs> i don't know like who's going to play i don't know who's injured so like- <laughs> we, do this, we, we do this as a snake draft okay here and i have the first pick and so we just have like the standard fantasy football positions so i have the first you have the second and third i have the fourth and fifth you have the sixth and seventh and we go and like quarterback two running backs quarterback two, two running backs a tight end, two two receivers, uh, and a flex. Whew. We really should get rid of the flex. Like, we don't need an extra player on the, on the <laughs> no, field. No, no. F- I think we do need the flex. And just because um, Zach made a bit of big fuss about this, I, I'll, I'll need you to know that quarterback touchdowns are worth just four. It's not because my it, Because it's fantasy football, right? That's, That's what I said. I, I said from the very beginning, standard ESPN yeah. scoring. Oh, yeah. But Zach didn't know that, so he gave himself he the win. He, he gave himself the win one week, and I'm like, wait, how did so? How did Kevin Hogan get you so many points? How, or maybe it was Drew Locke. And I was like, how did Drew Locke get you so many points? How many points did he get for that touchdown? He's like, six, like all touchdowns. And I was like, no, 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 ESPN standard scoring is four. I think my favorite part of Zach is just these random holes in his knowledge. Where it's just like you, you talk to him, he's like, oh, no, I've never had a hot pocket. You're like, how? Uh, yes. How? Or, or in this case, he doesn't know fantasy football – quarterback touchdowns six points uh, he has little, four points yeah huh. he has uh. 
Oh, he, he's going to use that against me when he listens to this. Um, <laughs> he, he, it is interesting. There are little holes. There are little holes. But this hot pocket nonsense isn't going on much longer. Good. Am I invited? He has until oh, I need to see. week one, game one. So he has technically until <laughs> next Sunday night to eat a Hot Pocket. And I, on behalf of the BSN community, will take it upon myself to make sure it happens. Good. I'm taking that responsibility upon It's important myself. that he has a Hot Pocket. It he is lives important. in America. And what else is important is the preseason fantasy draft. So with the first pick, <laughs> I'm going to select, can't believe I'm doing this, Kevin Hogan. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess, I guess. That's I, 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 I think that's, that's the answer to every one of these. The response yeah, is guess. always, uh, sure, yeah, I guess. All right, two picks in a row for you. So uh, I will correct you if you, like, mess something <laughs> up. I'm going to go with Kalfani Muhammad. Oh, he was cut today. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and Devontae Jackson. You're cornering the running back That's market. the That's the strategy. Good. Uh, you got. I like that. I like that you came in here with a game plan. Yeah. All right. So I get the next two picks. Uh-huh. Um, I have to take a running back because otherwise you can just <laughs> have them all. I can leave you with no running backs. <laughs> and this is actually a problem because I think only three are going to play. Yep. So I don't know if that I can was my fill <laughs> out my <laughs> roster. George Aston, too, though. Don't forget about him. I guess so. Um, <laughs> okay. So good job. Uh, Thank you. I am going to take Dave Williams, a.k.a. Oh. the accountant. Yeah. Um, I, and I really – I don't know if any other ones are going to play. So that leaves me in a tough position here. Maybe we have to go to one running back to level the playing field. Or can Oh, I after I already get him? No, I mean, this is – you should take one with the first pick, Ryan. I guess I should have. Yeah. All right, well. Yeah, you can – Then you can with my next pick, I'm going to take Juwan Winfrey. Uh, yeah, that's a good call. That's who I wanted. Okay, well, that means I will take. I will take. Kelvin McKnight, mm-hmm. and I will take. Troy Fumagalli. Okay, all right. Um, I will take. What other tight ends are on the team again? Oh, right, uh, Moral Stevens. No wait, I don't. I don't actually want to take him. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna take. Oh God, I'm gonna take River Craycraft. It's a good call. And I guess just to make sure you don't block me, because technically you can make a tight end your flex. Oh, so yeah. I'm not gonna let you do that. And I'm going to take uh, Moral Stevens. All right. So that means. I need a receiver and a flex, so I will take. I'm gonna take Brandon Langley. Do you, man? Do you? Yeah, I think I will. Okay. I think I will do me. Uh, and then my flex, Trinity Benson. Okay. Do you have you been writing this down? <laughs> no no is that usually zach's job yeah yeah i believe that i forgot about that <laughs> well, i remember who i have i remember who i have too i just okay. don't remember what positions i don't have filled i have two wide receivers i have one running back well your I last pick is end. gonna have to be george aston he's the only other running back on the roster <laughs> right so my so, so i have oh, a flex so i have a flex yep and a running back is that what i have to fill out yep 
Okay. Um, I'm just going to stick with my guy here. Speaking of sticking, I'm going with Stevie Stickum. Stephen Dunbar Jr. Uh, will be my flex. And then I guess I have to take George Aston. <laughs> That's as my your second RB2. Running back. I love it. <laughs> I'm so excited for when he gets a goal line touchdown and wins me this. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. Oh, and then my last pick will be uh, Brett Rippin. All right. Well, someone will have to go back and record these. Uh, so, yeah. So, wait, who, do, who I wound up Brett Rippin. Write it down while you're at it. <sighs> okay. All right, quarterback. <laughs> uh, quarterback, Brett Rippin. I'm typing. This is slow. Uh, you can just do their numbers. Oh, that's that's why you got the big money. Uh, <laughs> okay, Brett Rippin. What number? Four. Four. Yep. Case Keenum's old number. I'm gonna. This is gonna be fun to see if you can come <laughs> up with the numbers of your guys. Okay. Uh, at running back, Kalfani I have Muhammad. Kalf- 33 easy. There Who you doesn't go. know that one? Devontae Jackson. 48. Four- yep. yep, you had yep. it in the first David time. Williams is 49. Yep. Okay, so the 48 goes on there. Uh, wide receivers, I have uh, Kelvin McKnight. Also, I just realized that these numbers are on this roster, so I'm going to cheat the rest of the way. Uh, Kelvin McKnight, number 16. Uh, you, why'd you take the fun of this out? Well, it's either that or lie after I'd already seen these. You've seen them all? Well, I yeah. Okay. All right, fine. Well, actually, I haven't seen them all. I've seen I've seen all mine. Uh, and then Trinity Benson in the flex. Kelvin McKnight, Brendan Langley, Trinity Benson, tight end Troy Fumagalli. Okay. I feel good about this. All right, you ready to record mine? So ready. We've got Kevin Hogan, nine. Number nine. Um, David Williams, uh, 49. Yep. George Aston is a th- – oh, my God. 38? I'll check. <laughs> 39. He is 39? He's 39. Wow. That's a L on my part. Um, who else do I have again? Juwan Winfrey, 15. What other wide receiver did I take before Stevie Stickham? Uh, River Craycraft. Oh, River Craycraft, 11. Stevie Stickham is 13. And that's it? Yeah, that's it. Uh, tight end. Oh, tight end. Who did I pick? Moral Stevens, 88. Nice. There we go. I feel pretty good about my chances, mostly because I took two of the three running backs who will be on the field. Yeah, it's going to be hard for George Aston to rack up many <laughs> points. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Okay, now what? Now oh, do we we tell the people about Breck game Brews? changing? Oh, coffee. Crap. Okay. you can talk about Breck Brews if you want. What do you think? Can about we do it at the same time? What do you can think? you say something about Strava Craft, and I'll say something about Breck Brews? <laughs> All right. On three. One, two, three. It's Strava time to take a second. <laughs> I didn't even have the ad read pulled up. I wonder how far I could have gotten. You definitely just blew out the microphone with that laugh, but that's oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, I did that. Maybe people earlier. will start thinking your laugh is more annoying than Zach's because it's, it's so likely. loud. I think it's likely. Anyways. We can you can do your thing. Uh, Strava Craft Coffee, CBD enriched coffee. It really helps people. Uh, you know, CBD affects everyone differently. So maybe you have some knee pain and you get a little jolt in the morning and the knee pain goes away. Uh, and what's cool is they have all different types of doses. So if maybe you need a lot of uh, of CBD in your coffee. Maybe you don't want too much. You just want enough to give you a little extra clarity in the morning. Well, Strava has all those options, uh, and it's and it's pretty. Darn good coffee. Damn good coffee. <laughs> Damn good coffee. So if you check it out for yourself today, you'll receive 20% off when you use the code BSN20. 
2019 at checkout, and you'll get it shipped straight to your door. Now, Henry, do you know what we do? You sent me the rundown, but I did not read it. It's not much of a rundown compared to what uh, the type of stuff that Zach sends me. I just said cues. Cues, okay. That stands for questions. Ah, yeah, of course. And the first one here comes in from the Iceman. Love Iceman. He says, man. Ryan, the pod was fine, but we need giggles. Well, now you have cackles. <laughs> that's a, that's a got, good one. <laughs> here with my co-host, Giggles and Cackles. <laughs> um, he went on to say, I prayed for Zach Girl's mama like I did for you kids on your way home from the first late night pod. Thanks for joining the river bandwagon, go Broncos. And I did uh, get a brief update here from Zach who said things are going seemingly as good as possible. So obviously, uh, you know, a very, very intense surgery there. So we're, we're really glad to hear uh, that things are going well. Um, anyways, he didn't ask any questions. So now we move on. That's how this works. Next one here is from <laughs> Brian. He says, my guys, I need a new name because Brian is lame. Yeah, you, you could go with cackles. <laughs> yeah, you could take that one from me. I would not mind. <laughs> he says, I'll be quick since I'm a couple brecks in. Way to nice. go. He said, one, I called the Zach Kerr release sad face. Two, speaking to IVs, they are indeed the best hangover cure. When I was in the military, our leadership actually took away IV bags from personal medical equipment because we were abusing them every night we went out. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. I need to try one. It was pretty cool. Uh, I would definitely do it again. How so, expensive are they? Uh, it's a hundred bucks, but if you use our promo code, what's the promo code, guys? Hyd twenty. Hyd twenty. There you go. If you use the promo code Hyd twenty, as you might assume, you get twenty percent off. So, mm. um, if you have a rough night out and you have a big day ahead, I highly, highly recommend using vita mobile iv if you're not in the military and don't have just access to do it yourself so, I'm 80 dollars isn't that bad at all i would have guessed that that'd be a i lot mean they expensive. literally come to your house exactly like you could be playing madden well you, you could probably be playing madden while you kind well, of aggressive not while they hook you in but once they're done you could be just playing madden while they're just iv dripping and saving you i wonder if they'd play with me play madden with yeah. you or <laughs> yeah <laughs> Dre is in here and he gave me a look. Uh, they, yeah, you might be able to find someone who would who would game with you. But uh, I mean, the fact that you just get a chill, like um uh, the girl who did mine said she just came from a place where the guy was like, eh, "Is it cool if I just stay in bed?" She was like, "Yeah, that's fine. Just come over, set it up, get you hooked how, in." How far in advance do you have to book it? As long as there's availability, I mean, oh. uh, yeah. So it's like an Uber Eats type of thing. Yes. Uber saves. I love it. Oh, Allie wants it. I was wondering why she was walking over here. They're also just really, really, really knowledgeable. Like the people who come and do it are like paramedics. You need to talk a little louder there. Sorry. Um, the people that go and do it are like paramedics, EMT. Like, so they're, they just know everything and should, they just talk to you about anything you want to ask. She was literally like, ask me anything and I'll answer since you're just waiting there for them so to not finish up. Not only do you get the service, you get to do an AMA with a medical professional. Oh my goodness pretty good stuff anyways he goes on and says three is for mr b four broncos are a little tight on cap space even though it's a made-up number and that's what we've learned here on this podcast i believe we have a lot of dead money this year does next year seem to be a little nicer for our budget and then he finishes by saying bye oh have you guys been making jokes about that commercial is that no. what that is? Uh, no. is, that what that fr is that what that's from no maybe there's no i don't know the way you said it sounded like that green guy and those 
some sort of cell phone commercial. Oh God, I hate that. Commercial. Don't you hate it so much? Oh, it's the Don't worst you... commercial. No, it's a yellow guy. Is he yellow? I try to look away. <laughs> it's so bad. Bye. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God, you just gave such chills down my spine <laughs> that terrible. I sounded like that. <laughs> and they all say it, and it's so terrible. Anyways, uh, next year, you have a lot of financial options that could free up uh, your budget. Um, so yeah, I mean, you're obviously gonna have. Emmanuel Sanders off the books, most likely. Derek Wolf off the books, most likely. You actually have a team option on Von Miller, though I doubt they would exercise that. That would save you a whole lot of money. Yeah. You obviously can lose Joe Flacco's contract Chris if you want. Chris Harris off the books. I mean, these are we we might have just covered a hundred million just there. Yeah. So uh, you're gonna have a, there's gonna be a lot of movement on this team between this year and next. Adam Gotz's contract year. Now this isn't money, but I'm just talking about movement. Will Parks contract year. Justin Simmons contract year. Uh, Devonte Booker. See that draft class? No, no. What? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, a lot of turnover this year and a lot of money. So, there's gonna be a lot of new Broncos next year, most likely. I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, it's, I guess it's it weird. Ca- it, yeah, it, it always is weird. By the end of the season, we'll kind of have a sense, though. Like, w- if this team really does just ball out, win ten, eleven games. They might bring some of those guys back, or they could clean house. It's just kind of tough to project right now. The thing that I always come back to, though, is that Vic Fangio is a new coach with a new system. Yeah. And he has a type. And so I think when given the opportunity to have a whole bunch of money to get a whole bunch of different guys that fit his ideas better, you're probably going to see you know a lot of these guys moved on from. Probably. Next one here is from Pastor Rhett. He says, notable, if Vic Fangio goes off roster for a backup quarterback, he only has to carry two through the cut down to 53, Flacco and Locke. Locke is then IR'd and some other guy, like, I don't know, Kyle Sloter, LOL, replaces him. This is also probably possible to do with Hogan. Any chance we try this? Maybe. Maybe. Well, you definitely would go through with just two if you were to go that route, so you definitely try that. I don't know why you would cut Kevin Hogan, though, if you were going to keep him, because then you'd have to just cut someone else when you brought him back. Yeah. Uh, I guess uh, – well, uh, no, technically you could cut Kevin Hogan, then keep Drew Locke, then IR Drew Locke, and then bring Kevin Hogan back without losing anyone. But I don't think I don't think they're going to do that. I just think – But why not? Just because it's an extra step, like – I don't think Kevin Hogan's getting poached. I don't either. I, I just I I hope if they're gonna do this, they if they're gonna take any risks here, it's that they're bringing in someone completely different. Yeah. I still I come back so. to what a waste of time the entire Kevin Hogan experience has been. Uh, no, that's exactly it. I mean, his job was to come in here and be the number two guy ahead of Drew Locke, so that Drew Locke has to beat him out. And what are you getting there? Like, sure, like, build that competitive fire or whatever. Or just give him double the reps was the other option. And I don't understand why football coaches always want to bring in some established guy and force the young quarterback to, to you know, it's, I, it, 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 it was just point- seems dumb. It's pointless to me. The whole thing was pointless. Especially if they go out and get, like, Brock Osweiler. Then I'm going to be really annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like, why didn't you just bring in Brock Osweiler this offseason? He was, he was there yep. for the taking. Yep. It's yeah. That's been spoken enough now that I think it won't happen. Huh. Like last time it happened, no one even thought of the name Brock Osweiler until I heard someone in the Broncos organization 
throw it out there like they were just kind of like they were pretending like it was a joke but it didn't come off very jokey they were like can you imagine if we brought brock back <laughs> and i was like and, yeah. yeah it kind of makes sense and then like i feel like that was them like test like seeing yeah, what the media yeah. reaction would be anyways uh no one i hadn't even thought of the name brock osweller and until that moment like now everyone's brought it up a million times i don't think it's gonna happen i would love for it to happen though why because he's from montana he refed my first ever touchdown pass. <laughs> I bounced a ball into the tight end, and he was standing back there in those aviators. You bounced it, so he didn't even get the call right? Oh, no, he totally blew the call. <laughs> and then it counts as my first ever touchdown pass. Hey, if it only matters what it says on the scoreboard. Exactly. We didn't have a scoreboard or keep score. But, you but didn't yeah. keep score? No, I mean, if we did, we would have lost a lot of football games. You're telling me you played games with no scoreboard? Yeah. Not even like on the sideline, I mean, someone writing this, this down tallies. Like, this is like fourth grade. <sighs> We're in trouble as a society. Yeah. I think that's fair. Or like youth baseball, the same time. Like we, we never kept score in baseball when I was a kid. What are you, what are they do? What is the, there's literally no point of ever doing anything if there isn't a score. Oh, I totally agree. And every, everybody on the sideline is like keeping their own score. Everybody knows what's happening. But for some reason, the organization just doesn't want to admit that some kids lose i don't know i don't get it i mean geez geez folks get it figured (laughs) out up there in montana (laughs) i know it's crazy maybe the montanans are like the soft ones speaking of states that need to figure it out this next one comes in from pro big red oh boy she says this damn good podcast has me in a damn difficult dilemma I'm in my second annual subscription to BSN, specifically for the Broncos content. You guys are legendary, and I could not in good conscience freely benefit from all your hard work. However, and this one's at you, Henry, BSN buffs is a thing now, she says. And I cannot in good conscience let my money go towards that, edited for a wholesome family show, school. What is a Husker to do? I almost broke up with you guys thanks to the Nebraska crying kid shirt. And if I see someone wearing it at the CU Nebraska game, which I'm flying in from Virginia to see, are they my enemy or my friend since we both clearly love BSN? (laughs) I guess in that sense, you guys are building bridges. I might even be nice and console them when they're inevitably crying, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I'll finish. I'll I'll let her have her moment. She says, crying some tears of their own after the beat down the buff shall receive. The only solution is Zach is for Zach. So sorry, Henry. You definitely are excluded from this. Oh, she no. says, I hereby decree all of my subscription money may only go to Zach <laughs> so as to ensure it does not support Buff's content. This will help me sleep at night. Sorry this wasn't about the Broncos. Go Broncos and go Big Red. She just doesn't want like she wants people to, to write about the buffs. <clears throat> like she, just pretend they don't even exist. I mean, I understand that. Oh. Okay. So I disagree. I mean, it's not like it's not like the money's going to the school, Henry, like, to the Buffs football players or anything. You're gonna need to pull out your wallet, take out thirty four dollars and ninety nine cents, so we make sure you didn't get that money. Okay, I think that's fair. All right. I uh, have no cash and definitely don't have ninety nine cents, but like figuratively done. Okay, cool. Um, Pro Big Red, thanks for being such a good sport. This is the fun of rivalries, right? You know, take a little jab here and there. And give us What's a rivalry money? without yeah. a jab? And giving us money. Not you. Just <laughs> yeah, well, not, not me. Zach is the only one who benefits from her subscription from here on out. Okay. Drop Switch chimed in and said, what's Big Red? And that makes me happy. 
Next next one is from Drop Switch. <laughs> said, how would you guys rank the rookie running backs this year? Like top 10 styles. Also, what's with the badges and what are your favorite Pac-12 rivalries with the buffs? It's a good time for him to ask a buffs question. Uh, I'm not – what rookie running backs are there? Josh Jacobs. Yep. There's the dude in Chicago, David Montgomery. He's been getting hyped up a bit. Um, Tony Pollard, if Zeke doesn't play. I'm just naming off things that, uh, that Andre <laughs> is telling us from across the room. This was a pretty weak rookie running back class. Josh Jacobs was the first one to go, right, in the mid-20s, early 20s? Early 20s. Or maybe remember it was remember when or it was like crazy to draft a running back in the first round? And it still is like weird. But I feel like we're starting to kind of get past that whole thing. We're starting to get past that because we're just saying, okay, now running backs are also wide receivers. Yeah. Like Christian McCaffrey. You're just like, no one's saying that was a bad pick. No one's saying Saquon was a bad pick. The thing is, is if you just run these guys into the ground at, you know, four yards per carry, then it, it could end up being a bad pick. But when you use them in all these different multiple ways, but then you also have the evidence of undrafted rookie running backs like Philip Lindsay just bursting on the scene and almost producing as much as those guys. So it's still, it's still an interesting thing. There's definitely an overcorrection where teams were like, you can never take a, a yeah. running back in the first round. Like that was a thing for a couple of years. Then Zeke happened and people were like, oh yeah, you can actually still be really good if you have a great running game. Yeah. Anyways, uh, what's with the badges? We don't know, but we know they're for g- good comments. Uh, and if you drink a Breckenridge beer, we think you get one too. But we can't confirm that or deny it. What is your favorite Pac-12 rivalry with the Buffs? Well, that actually brings up a, a very sad point. There they isn't one. They don't have a rivalry. There is none. Um, there's like this manufactured one with Utah, which isn't actually happening. There's like some like in basketball. There's a little. There's like some hate between um cu and u of a uh but there's also like some asu stuff going on ba- basketball is like there's a little more there's like i don't know there's like a lot of rivalries because uh tad boyle isn't afraid to stir the pot a little bit so like he took a couple shots at some guys i we know you know anyone who follows buffs basketball knows that pack that tad doesn't seem to necessarily like dana altman at oregon so there's like a little bit of bad blood there in, in football i just i don't think the buffs have beaten in enough teams no. in there to like create any hate and so that's why it makes it tough when there's really no rivalry you can get weird with your picks it's like utah's the safe bet because you know they 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 like they're tr- travel together they're like the pair you have the washington 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 state you have oregon oregon state the california schools arizona you know everybody has their pair and utah's kind of colorado's supposed rival and they've had some good games in the last couple of years. They really have. Like, important games. But it still doesn't feel like a rivalry. I kind of want to go with USC, which I know is a weird one. Oh, yeah, shake your head. But I think it's because when there is no rivalry, if one school really feels something, then that's enough. Even if USC does not look at Colorado like a rival at all, I feel like that is just a big target for Colorado and because they've never beaten USC. And I think that there is some like growing, maybe it's not a rivalry, but things like moving toward like, I think buffs fans have rivalry type feelings toward USC. I, I don't, um, I like until we beat them once, I just can't really say like 
I can't say anything. You yeah. know, like I don't even have sixty two thirty six to point out because yep. in all fairness and in all honesty, that's how the rivalry with Nebraska started. Is Bill McCartney came in and he's like, We need to stop like, you know, looking at schools like CSU. No offense to CSU fans. But we need to start like looking at schools like Nebraska. That's who we need to say we hate. We hate them now. Get it? No one wears red. Yep. Screw those guys. Let's go kill them. And it worked. I mean, obviously, you know, it's still a pretty one-sided affair or one-sided uh, series. But Bill McCartney was able to drum up, like, to manufacture hate of Nebraska, make it a huge game for CU fans and CU players. And then they were able to pull off some really big wins in their biggest season. So I get the, the formula there. And yeah. John Embry actually tried that when they were going into the Pac-12. He's like, we're highlighting, um, like, USC and UCLA in a red every year because we hate them. But it's just like, you got to at least have one game to point to to be like, we got them yeah. that one time and we haven't yet. So, yeah. for me, the closest thing to that in terms of like good games that have been kind of like heated is actually UCLA. Huh. Uh, there's been a lot of back and forth there. Buffs have kind of been on the right side of things the last couple of years, or they I think they've won two out of the last three, maybe. Um, and they've been some like, kind of chippy games in there but in the end there's just nothing no there there is no rivalry in the pac 12 hopefully it comes when hopefully. the buffs are winning some games in here yep from nick scott um uh, he says to zach i hope your girlfriend's mother's heart transplant went well and that she's on the road to recovery one of my best friends has had two heart transplants and as hard as it's been on all of us he's still the same stupid raiders fan he always was <laughs> prayed for you guys today keep grinding fellas we're almost to the good part p.s zach Oh, I'm not going to read that part. Um, anyways, we are uh, definitely thinking of them, and and that's I'm glad that your uh, your friend made it through too. That's yeah, I can't imagine scary. Uh, next one's from Luca. He says, "Hey guys, I've fallen back to the bad habit of not commenting for a while now, but all of the guys down here in the comment section are doing such a fantastic job. I really enjoy listening to all the takes and questions. Wanted to chime in and wish all the best for Zach and his girlfriend and, his, and her family." I hope they read this and that everything went well. I also have a quick question for you. Will the draft podcast be back in the near future? As always, keep it up. And yes, there will be a draft podcast. Um, we're just kind of working out the logistics on that right now. But yes, there will be draft pods during college football season. And um, I know I'm excited about that. And it sounds like you are too there, Luca. You want to read a comment, uh, Henry? I don't have them pulled up. Okay, never mind. <laughs> From Broncos Squared. Hello again. This is a BSN family suggestion. Could we crowdfund us? Could we crowdfund a soundboard for our damn good hosts? Ideally, ones where the guys can upload their own sounds, like uh, the weak 49ers horn. <laughs> not only is Zach's giggle amazing, but let's not forget his mmm mm, sound. He makes one. when RK makes a real mm. banger comment on the pod. Lastly, when I heard RK saying, I like the way you move on the solo pod, I pictured Zach perking up his ears like how Ron Burgundy calls out to his fellow newscasters. News team, assemble. <laughs> Tried to get into character there. No questions, just some ideas on this damn good community. P.S. Does anyone know what happened to the poet guy from last year? Yeah, whatever happened to <laughs> Colin for Mullins? We need him back. Hopefully he's listening in and can give Hopefully. us a week one poem. Oh, man. Uh, for a second there, I thought there was a real game here coming soon but that was a buffs game that i was thinking of yeah so. which is very exciting oh it's the most exciting to me but it's yeah. just not quite as exciting for this podcast for mr undrafted hey guys what are the chances we move on from ron leary do you think it's more likely we trade him or just move on from him in general it's 
interesting what's going on there. They are slowly but surely listening to my plan that I laid out on this podcast a few weeks ago, which was ha- like start working in someone else because you just can't count on this guy. So, you know, I realize that he's the best option when healthy, but when healthy just isn't enough for him. So, I, as I said, I'm like, you got to start working in Elijah Wilkinson there. And, and so when, when it does happen, you, you know, he's had multiple first-team reps. Well, they're doing that now. Uh, they're working on it, and I don't know if that's because they're going to cut Ron Leary. I would actually be highly surprised if they did. I don't think they can afford to. Yeah, exactly. It would just create even more dead dead cap. But I do know they're they're preparing for life without Ron, uh, and they're it's just it's a similar thing to Jake Butt with just out without like the seriousness of the injuries. It's just like it's always something. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I think you pretty much summed it up, but the. They got to do something to make this offensive line work, and cutting Ron Leary moves you in the wrong direction. After the season, maybe you bring in a big, big piece or two. I mean, but yeah, it's kind of crazy to think about. Like, let's just say that Garrett Bowles gets it on on track this year. Let's say that Dalton Reisner is a stud. Let's say that Jawan James holds it down on the right side. Well, now you're actually close to having a good a good offensive line, and next year you can put the kind of put the finishing touches on there. Um, but there's also the flip side of this which is Garrett Bowles struggles. Um, uh, Dalton Reisner looks like a rookie. Connor McGovern can't get the snaps right. There's no stability at right guard, and Juwan James is just the guy that he's always been, which is definitely not worth what they paid him. Then all of a sudden, you're in a scary, scary position. Agreed. Okay, next one's a long one here. It's from Broncos Girl 723 She says, hey, fam, fell behind on my BSN pods and finally just got caught up. My BSN marathon is now complete. So sad I missed the watch party. I was literally down all downtown all day on Saturday, but I was busy. With my last ride taking back into Aurora with 15 minutes before my draft, I just did my draft at home paired with some Strawberry Sky. Damn good beer. RK, you were right. And the Sky is going to be my new go-to with a few cold snacks this year. How does everyone feel about their fantasy squad this year? Me? I feel terrible. That's me talking, not her. <laughs> Um, she says for my second year playing fantasy, I'm pretty stoked with my squad for having the sixth pick in a 12 team snake draft onto the Broncos. The few, well, Henry quickly, how do you feel about your fantasy? I feel great. Which league were you in? I was in the second pay league. So 12 team pay league. Yep. And I got uh, Julio Jones in the first round. Okay. And then all these Bronco fans decided they didn't want to draft Tyreek Hill. And so I did. Maybe they just have morals and they like. You know, yeah, it's a pay league. We don't have time for morals. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I know it's not NFL well, money. Now you know how like, the NFL ex- works. Ex- exactly. That's it's exactly the same what NFL owners are saying. Yeah. This is a pay league. There's no time for morals. I got him like pick 18 or 19 or something. I was like, guys, I, I get on. it. Like, I, I would prefer not to touch him. But I was doing something with um, a more morally sound strategy, which was I was going to wait on Patrick Mahomes, but someone bit the bullet on that before me because mm. I thought like, oh, I'm with Broncos fans. No one's going to want to do that. Exactly. But I got Kyler Murray, and he's better anyway. Um, anyways, she says, The few cuts were interesting, especially Dakota with our special teams woes. Emmanuel Sanders is looking amazing. Looks like he hasn't missed a step. So glad to have that help back. Gumballs is moving in the right direction, hopefully. Because <laughs> uh, a lot of times he has the team moving in the wrong direction. That's uh, nice. With the time he's played this preseason, he'd easily have half a dozen holding calls had this been past seasons. He's still got a lot of work to do, 
but it would appear he's taking to Munch's coaching and the help from Dalton. Our defense, isn't it funny how the coaching staff is like, oh, Dalton's been a great help for Garrett over there. I'm like, ah, it's supposed, supposed to be the other way around. <laughs> yeah. The 27 year old is supposed to be helping the rookie, but whatever. Uh, Anyways, uh, she finishes, or she goes on and says, our defense is going to be scary this season. I said it when we finally got things worked out with Strap. You can't beat us if you can't score on us. All the good vibes and love being sent to Zach and his girl today. Hope the reco- road to recovery is a good one. P.S. Bumpy Buffalo, much love to your mom in the battle with cancer. I feel it in my bones. She can and will kick its butt. Please give her the biggest bear hug ever for me. So bummed I missed the GoFundMe to help send her for, to her first Broncos game. It's a battle that I've been close to, and I lost my mom to pancreatic cancer 17 years ago. Back then it was terminal. Terminal. Stay strong and keep fighting, and F cancer. Amen to all that. Yep. And luckily, the BSN fam had your back, and you didn't even need to help out on the GoFundMe. Okay, next one is from Alaska Preston. Want and me to take this one? We will get oh. to Alaska Preston here in a second. But There's before a we do that, got to tell you about the good folks at Weinster. What Weinster is doing is pretty awesome because there's a lot of wine companies out there. There's a lot of wineries. And if you're just going to the store and looking at what's on the shelves, you're going to miss out on some really, really great stuff. What Weinster does is they go find the stuff for you so you don't have to go like searching through the valleys of Sonoma trying to find the best wine in the world. They've already done it for you. And they found this like mom and pop shop that is making wine in the garage and turning it into these like beautiful bottles that you would never see in stores. And then they send it right to you and you're like, oh my God, this is damn good wine. I want more of it. And then they're like, okay, well, we'll send it to you directly from them to you with no shipping costs. We'll cover the shipping costs. And then you have damn good wine that no one else has ever heard of. And you're playing like um, uh, some really obscure band on your record player and serving wine that no one's had, but is really amazing. And everyone's like, wow, this person is cool. Wow. And mature. I know. And you like tilt down your glasses (laughs) as you take a sip and you're like, wow, it's damn good wine. And everyone is like, you're right. And then they go home and they're like, man, that person who has that Weinster subscription is so darn cool. Could you imagine the girls I could bring to that football game tomorrow if I was that person? <laughs> They'd uh, be lining up. They'd be lining up. As you're blasting Neutral Milk Hotel on your record player. What is that? Did you just make that up? No, it's a hipster band. <laughs> <laughs> What's it's, it called? It's my go-to. Neutral for Milk situations like Hotel? This. Neutral Milk Hotel. Uh, I think I they just know. pressed a random button. Yeah. And it was like... It just generated a word and then just said neutral. And they're like, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure about Milk that. Hotel. You don't believe it's a real thing or you just don't uh, like the I, name? I don't believe anything should be named that. Well, it is. Huh. Would you stay at a place called the Neutral Milk Hotel? Uh, Denver Milk Market has been a very pleasant surprise. When I heard Milk Market, I was like, wait. They just serve what? milk? What? <laughs> People in Denver really like milk, I guess? But then I got there. It's awesome. So... Yes, with the milk. For reference, it's basically just a collective of restaurants in a really cool area. Yeah, it's like a food court, except with not fast food, but real it's good a fancy food, food court. It's a, yeah, it's a hipster food court. It is a hipster food court. So yes, I would stay at the Neutral Milk Hotel mostly because the word milk concerning, but I've had good experiences with that before. At least it's not like strong milk. Or weak milk. It's <laughs> yeah. Just, it's just yeah. neutral milk. Neutral. Like, you don't have to worry about the milk. I know what neutral. neutral milk is. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just milk. Uh, anyways, from Alaska Preston, who 
appears to be a musician of his own based on his picture. Are you going to take this one? You said you were going to take this oh, one. Oh, I did say that. Okay, so this one comes in from Alaska Preston. He says, uh, hey, guys, I had a question concerning the defense. I keep hearing speculation that there will be some growing pains in regards to the offense and that the defense will be fire. Kind of the classic, we'll be good next year, but not this year mentality. Uh, my question is this. Beh- besides Chris Harris, are there any other players on the defense who are in a contract year? Oh, yeah. Do you think this hypothetical great defense will be able to survive past this poor offensive season and carry on into the future? I want to believe that we're at the cusp of a new dynasty, but I need some hope. Thanks, guys, and prayers for Zach's mom-in-law. Not mom-in-law yet, but but we think eventually. Um, yeah. Um, we're, we're placing bets. We are placing bets here in the office. <laughs> um yeah, there's a lot of guys in a contract here. No, even if this defense is great this year, they're not going to be able to keep it together. Um, but this is usually what happens. You get a bunch of guys in a contract here. They all play just a tick better than they would if they weren't in a contract here. It's just human nature. You have an amazing season, and then everyone gets poached. Yep. I it, mean, you think back to 2015 with the Super Bowl defense. Yep. We lost uh, Malik Jackson, lost Danny Malik. T. Um, anyone else? Was that it? It felt, it felt like there were more. No corners. They stayed around. This the f- no fly zone stayed intact. So that was it. Weird. But it felt like more. It did feel like more. Uh, and then last year, like the Bears' amazing season. Well, they end up losing Adrian oh, Amos yeah. and Bryce Callahan. Did you find figure out someone else? Demarcus Ware. No, he stayed one more. Stayed one he more stayed year. One he more only played two. like half the year though. Yeah. Did wow. feel like more, but they did take out two. It, pieces right out of the middle of that thing it's true and the next year they couldn't stop the run <sighs> anyone anyways he says forgot to mention rk you were right last time i commented you said it looked like i was jamming in my profile and pic. he did it again today that was the <laughs> i did that was the end of my 22nd birthday and i had quite a few cold snacks it was probably my best show yet my band sunset theory is going in the studio to get a three song ep recorded I'm excited because it'll be the first time my solos have been professionally tracked. Once this happens, I'd love to share with the community here if y'all are interested. Yeah, I mean, we've been rolling with Pleasure Horse forever, and we love Pleasure Horse, but we are always willing to get your band or anyone else's band out there a little bit of pub on the podcast and, and help you, you know, the same way that you've helped us. Exactly. So definitely send us. It looks like you're shredding, uh, and I'm excited to hear your solos. I am as well. All right, next one is from Cali Man Bronco. It says, Brochachos. Great job, Ryan, on the solo pod. Zach, I'm sure you've already provided an update. Yeah, I did provide the update. Just wanted to let you know the prayers went up. Now on to our boys. Everyone has been super focused on Vaughn, Chubb, and Strap and their feelings on the defense. What have you guys What have you guys thought of Gotsis, Harris, and, of course, my guy Wolf? So far, proof is in the reps that the guys got against San Francisco. Can't wait to unleash the Mile High Mafia on the quarterbacks for a whole game. Damn good pod. Damn good defense. Go Broncos. Finished and said, by the way, just noticed I have a badge. I'm dancing in my desk chair. Thank you, BSN family, for this award. Yes, and we know you we earned it. We you. just don't know yep. how. <laughs> um, Gotsis, Harris, and Wolf. Harris has been a menace. Just he's re- I think he's about to absolutely rake in some cash uh, at the end of this year. I didn't even mention him, I don't think, when I was talking about contract years earlier. No. All three of those guys you mentioned, Harris, Wolf, and Gatsis are all in contract years. Gatsis is like the king of the batted down ball, which offensive linemen will tell you it just means they got lucky. Like you weren't you didn't get past your guy, but then you jumped at the right time. So 
at least when he doesn't win his matchup, he's making something out of it. Uh, but I think he's going to be a solid guy and run support, and and that's about it. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. The batted balls are really impressive, though, and I I like that mindset where you don't you don't get to the quarterback. You realize you're not going to get to the quarterback in time. Make Watch him jump up. Get your hands on that. And offensive linemen, they're supposed to just like punch you in the gut when you jump up like that. They sure are. I guess he's just all right with that. He's got a like for a defensive line for a lineman, he's got some abs. So oh, maybe he's just okay. tough in that area. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, from Sir James Radio. Hey guys, first and foremost, Zach, your girlfriend's mom is in our family or uh, in our thoughts, uh, in all of the BSN family's thoughts and prayers. Hoping for all the best. Now, I promise I won't make a habit out of asking for fantasy advice because I personally trust my own judgment more than anyone else. However, I just need some perspective for my orange-tinted glasses. I was offered a trade in my fantasy league of Tyler Lockett for Philip Lindsay. What say you? And lastly, I've come to the realization that I'm too old now to spend all day at Disneyland and expect to be able to work early next morning on just a couple hours of sleep. Praise be to the football gods for this podcast. I don't know what that was about. Um... <laughs> It really just depends on your team. Yeah. Are you stacked at running back and thin at wide receiver? Because if so, then maybe you consider doing it. If Phil Lindsay's one of your top two running backs and you feel good about your two receivers, then no, don't do it. Yeah, agreed. I I, I would give Phil the edge, like if everything else is totally neutral, neutral milk hotel or whatever. But yes, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I think it does just depend on your team. Agreed. Last one, oh no, second to last one here from Flamunda Cheese. It says, hey guys, I want to send all the good vibes to Zach's family. I was a Denver health paramedic before I started working for Flight for Life. Wow, that's really cool work that you're doing. We appreciate it. The cardiac surgeons and docs in Denver are some of the best in the country. She's in our thoughts and prayers. The rest of my comments are definitely not as important as her health, but I'll transition back to football and BSN. Uh, two, I love the BSN app. After being a lurker for too long... I'm really enjoying all the content that comes with this subscription. However, there's an area I feel that could be uh, improved. When you were talking about Chris Harris's press conference, I realized that this is practically the only content I have to go for to another site for. Is there a reason we cannot see these press conferences in the video section? Yes, there is. Or maybe I'm new enough that I don't know where to go on the app. Anyway, if I can watch press conferences on the app, there wouldn't be a reason to go to any other site than BSN. Yeah, we're not allowed to post those. That is... We're essentially not allowed to post any video um, on that is recorded on Broncos um, uh, grounds huh. that belongs to the NFL. So there's like a couple little things you're allowed to do. Like you're allowed to shoot like 90 seconds of like B-roll from practice uh, that that's just used for the TV stations. But yeah, we aren't we aren't allowed to post the press conferences, unfortunately. Yeah, so. and if you do want to watch those, they're all on Twitter. That's where I go to watch them. The Broncos' official account will... Right, then you don't even have to go to a real other website. No. You can just go to the, the Periscopes on Twitter. You can. So, sorry about that. wish we could do something about it. Four, I want to jump on the music-sharing bandwagon. I play for a band out of Fort Collins called Head for the Hills. Is it a... Um, oh, no, that's Run to the Hills. I was going to say, there's an Iron Maiden cover yeah. band. Uh, we've been playing a lot of great gigs, including opening for Florence and the Machine at Grand Doozy. That's awesome. Oh, I was at Grand Doozy. I watched Florence and the Machine. I definitely saw you guys. No way. Oh, yeah. Let's see. 
I'm gonna have to think back through all the bands I saw. I just hit myself in the face with this mic, but I'm really excited. Yeah, there were some great bands before that. That's um, awesome. Yeah, that is cool. Anyways, he says we've been playing a lot of great gigs, um, also including Chautauqua, the Mishawaka, and the main stage at New West Fest. Just wanted to share some good homegrown Colorado music with the BSN fam. Check it out if you have some time. Well, we will definitely check that out, and depending on yeah, we'll we'll check that out. Yeah, maybe we'll, we uh, don't even have time, but we're gonna check it out. Yeah, At we least are, I don't. We are. I don't have I'm any busy. time. I uh, <laughs> I already had to leave five minutes ago, but we'll definitely check that out. And thanks for sharing. And maybe we'll uh, get it included in the podcast sometime yeah. soon too. Final one here is from Count Flacula. It says, "Hey, RK, I've been a server for twenty years and have never written an order down, except with really large parties. I also have never not memorized a special or the entire menu. For me, it's all about giving my mental attention to the customer." It's a way for me to really focus on the customer. It's not hard for me. And in fact, when I've tried to write things down, that's when I messed up. I've probably forgotten things only a few times in the tens of thousands of orders I've taken. For me, it's all about focus. It's not to impress the customers. It's because I take pride in my work that way. No disrespect to those who write things down. It's just how I was taught and how I like to roll. I'd love to serve you sometime if you ever take to Montana. Love the count. I wonder what restaurant you work at because there are only like a few dozen. <laughs> That's not true, but it's possible. I respect it. As long as you aren't messing up, then keep doing you. I just just let you, I'm just letting you know that I have anxiety over you messing up when you don't write it down. Yeah, no, it does stress me out. Even too. if you get it right, my experience was changed because I I was like, they're gonna mess it up. I just know they're gonna mess it up. Yeah, every time that you I, I go out to eat and they somebody walks up without a pad, I'm just like really like why are you sure, are you sure? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll wait a few especially more because all my friends are super picky eaters so then you get all these weird orders i, I don't know yeah i still buy it but I, I i believe you that you never mess up and i and i trust you uh but just know that i personally would have preferred it if you wrote it down so if we were ever visiting you in montana just like pull out a pad pretend to write something down. no don't because I, I i trust you but oh, everyone okay. else i don't trust Okay. I trust I trust the count. And <laughs> okay. the count only. So anyone else, you better write it down. All right. I think that's going to wrap it up for us today on the BSN Broncos podcast. Henry, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Good luck with your first game on Friday. Uh, it'll be really fun for you to cover a win in your first ever uh, <laughs> game on the beat. Um, I believe I covered like something like at least four straight losses before I ever covered a win. Wow. So hopefully you get one right off the bat. Yeah, I feel pretty good about it. I mean, whether it's a two-touchdown win, three-touchdown win, I don't know, but that's the range I'm I'm looking at. Can't wait. All right, thank you guys for tuning in. And remember, don't leave comments on this podcast because we're not going to read them on tomorrow's post-game podcast, which I promise Zach will be on. Uh, so just save your comments. Then post them on the post-game podcast tomorrow because we're not going to have time to get to your comments in that podcast. If you accidentally screw up, just copy and paste it onto the post-game podcast and we'll get it on the one after that. But for now, that's going to wrap it up until the game. But let's have our new friends Head for the Hills play us out today. He's been shut in and cast out with no light to cast the shadow of the last doubt feels inadequate mad at being the class clown looking at her thinking she's too good for a 
bad spouse When they first met he was on the fast route Sitting high atop the saddle of a cash cow And that's how they watched everything crash down I'm throwing boulders through the windows of his glass house He follows instincts, he still has yet to trust He thinks we shouldn't let emotions get the best of us Every second spent forgetting who he ever was I think it'd make him feel better, it never does Piper Electric has been a part of the Denver community for over 35 years. Their reputation of being fairly priced, trustworthy, and dependable has allowed them to become one of the best Denver electrical contractor companies in the market. We believe Piper is the best because of their professionalism, because of their capability, because of their integrity, and because of the relationship we have built over the last year and a half with several of their key managers. That was Jim. He's been a customer of Piper Electric for over a year now and loves it so much that he recommends his own clients to them. Sometimes customers will ask us if we know of somebody who can be their regular electrician where they could call for anything from a small job to something much larger, maybe a remodel. And so we certainly have preferred people to Piper and Piper to them. From residential, commercial, and industrial, Piper Electric can handle all of your electrical needs. They've done actually everything from repairing a small wiring situation with a circuit breaker panel to adding additional circuits, adding parking lighting. So really, they have become a one-stop shop for all of our needs. If you call today and use the promo code BSN, you will get $25 off your next service call. That's 303-646-6765 or go to piperelectric.com. Never done.